Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an international leadership podcast. Business coach Bob Reich tackles the issues that plague business professionals today. With candor and transparency, he provides real-life answers to the real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's greatest circumstances. Welcome to Here's the Caveat. Take it away, Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an intentional leadership podcast with Coach Bob Rish. I'm Bob Rish, your host, and I thank you for joining us again this week. Today, I'm excited about our topic. Today, we're going to talk about legendary leadership. When you think of the word legendary, what do you think of? Do you think of a story? Do you think of an account that's happened many years ago? Do you think of a person? What about Chuck Norris? He has been considered a legend. Bart Starr, John Wayne, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Michael Phelps, Princess Diana, Robin Hood, King Arthur. As I mention these names, everybody that listens today will have an opinion or will have a thought about one of those legends. They're all legends in their own right. Some are real, some maybe not. Today, as I talk about legend and becoming a legend as a legendary leader, I would like to start off with the definition of a legend. The definition is a traditional story sometimes regarded as historical but unauthenticated. Something or somebody that is well-known. I thought that was interesting because some of the names that I mentioned are real people. Some of the names that I mentioned may or may not be real. Each person has a reputation to be legendary in their own right. The question is, can we add your name to the list as a legendary leader? I had an experience this week. A couple weeks ago, I had a conversation with a young man on Zoom that we met on LinkedIn. And he expressed an interest of my coaching services. So I spent two hours with him and asked him some questions, talked to him, discovered his needs, helped him discover his needs, discovered if there is a value that I could be in his future. There was some value that I believed that we could offer him. I gave him an offer, and he needed to think about it for a little while, so I gave him that opportunity. A week went by and didn't hear from him. Another week went by, and I didn't hear from him. I sent him a text haven't heard from you. I'm a little concerned, just kind of seeing what's going on. His response was this, who are you? I'm Bob Rish. We had a conversation a couple weeks ago. His response was, I don't remember who you are. My phone was broken and it was shattered. I hope this person is listening today because I know exactly what you just did. You lied to me. You didn't communicate. 
And the reason I say that is when we talk about professionalism, when we talk about leadership, when we talk about becoming a legendary leader, those are the two main points that every professional, every leader has, is communication and honesty. In today's day and age, as a professional, you can't let that happen because you need to protect your information. And most professionals, most leaders understand that. Because if he had an Android or if he had an Apple, his contacts and that information is saved. I know that. What was the result of his forgetting who I was? That was nothing more than him being an unprofessional, him not being a leader. And the reason I bring that up is to become a legendary leader is not about what degrees you have. It's not about how much experience you have. It's not about what you've done or all the content that you have. It is the ability to take the time to understand another person and want to serve them. That's really what it's all about. And as I ended the conversation by, thank you for, for, for your clarification, I'll go ahead and move to another direction. My thought is, there's a lot of those people in this world. There's a lot of those people that think they're professionals, that believe they're leaders, but the two things they cannot do is they are not communicators and they're not honest. As we talk about what it takes to become a legendary leader, I would like to start off by saying, to become a leader, you first have to be a professional. And I believe that a professional's first two qualities is they have to be honest and they have to communicate. And I tell people that all the time. I can work with anybody if you communicate and you're honest. So let's go ahead and talk about what it means to be a legendary leader. To be a legendary leader, you need to have commitment. You need to have commitment to the basics. You need to have commitment to, number one, learning. Do you have a commitment to learning? Are you willing to learn something new every day? How often are you reading a book? How often are you talking to your coach? How often are you intentionally learning something new that you haven't learned before? I put a quote up online this past week. It's a popular quote. There's a lot of quotes about this particular topic. And basically it says, you can never be the smartest person in the room. Is somebody around you smarter than you? Is somebody around you have more experience? Are you willing to put yourself around people that know more, have done more, and have experienced more? Are you intentionally learning from them? Because it's important as a legendary leader to have a commitment to learning something new every day. The second commitment is a commitment to listening. A commitment to listening. A lot of people believe that they're great listeners. A lot of people believe that when they look at somebody and they pay attention they're great listeners. There's a level of listening that I would like to discuss with you today that is called present listening. This is far beyond the general listening that we do when we are paying attention to somebody, that we're looking at somebody, that we have the right body language, that we're focusing on body language. What we're talking about here is a listening in your mind. 
When you listen to somebody, how busy is your mind? What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about what to say? Are you thinking about the next client? Are you thinking about the next customer? Are you thinking about how you're going to make money? Are you thinking about what you're going to do next? Or are you present into what they are saying? In present listening, your mind needs to be quiet. When you have a quiet mind, you're focused on what they are saying. You're focused on what they are feeling. You're focused on what they are experiencing. This is intentional. You're not thinking about what you're going to say next. You're so focused on what they are saying You're focused on getting a complete understanding of not what they necessarily just what they're saying, but what they understand. And when we truly understand a person's need, a person's perspective, a person's viewpoint, that is when we're able to not only learn something new about them, but also get the right perspective about who they are. There's a lot of things that we talk about in this, you know, in this world and a lot of things in business. One of the things that I hear quite often, and we've heard this over the years, is people say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And that turns into an excuse of who to work with and who not to work with. When things get a little tough, oh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. When you may not want to work with somebody, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And what we've done as professionals, we've taken that statement and turned it into an excuse to allow, give us an out. I tell people that that's the most false statement I've ever heard. Because you can lead a horse to water and you can make him drink. And here it is. Are you listening? Just add salt. If you add the right amount of salt, they will drink. They will make that choice. And as a legendary leader, when you are have a commitment to learning, when you have a commitment to listening, you're going to be focused on what can we do for them, not necessarily focused on how is it good for me. And great leaders will always focus on the needs of other people because they make a commitment to learn and to listen. They also are committed to practice. Are you able to practice what you preach? When you have all these systems and, pro- and processes and content and products, how committed are you to using what you teach? I tell people in my practice all the time that every one of my processes and systems have a 100% guarantee to work for you. Because I know they do because I use them myself. When we talk about our priority management system, when we talk about our sales system, our networking system, our goal system, all the systems and processes that we have, I guarantee that they work because I use them myself. What I can't be guarantee is how they're going to be used by you. I don't know your effort. I don't know your commitment. But I do know that people that are committed to understanding, committed to listening, committed to learning, and committed to practicing, they work very well for. And it's exciting to watch how people can take their success to that next level based off an example of what they see in you. Are you committed to practice? 
Are you detailed in practicing what you teach every single day in your own life? Not just the examples that you tell people when you're in front of them, but when no one is looking, are you still practicing? Are you committed to the basics? Are you committed to your standards? Are you committed to what you tell other people that they need to be? Are you committed in those quiet times when no one's looking? The fourth commitment is to accountability. Are you truly committed to accountability? Are you accountable to somebody else? Somebody else? Are you accountable to your coach? Have you given someone permission to ask you the questions that make you uncomfortable? It's important to understand that as a business coach, I have to have a business coach. How can I expect someone else to do what I ask them to do if I'm not willing to do what I'm asked to do? When we talk about a commitment to accountability, this is one of the most powerful principles that we can put in our own lives is we are not only accountable to somebody else, but are we accountable to ourselves? Are we entitled? And when we talk about entitlement, it is the sum of addiction and impatience. Or are we disciplined? Discipline is doing what you should do, whether you feel like it or not, when you should do it. Or do you have to have everything now? Do you have to feel good? Are you addicted to the interruptions that you have in your life? Are you addicted to those things that make you feel good? Are you addicted to those things that you have to have them now and you're not willing to wait? Or are you disciplined enough to wait for those things because... If you wait, it's only going to get better. Or do you have to have that self-gratification? Are you accountable enough to yourself to not only to admit to being accountable, but actually being accountable to someone else and to yourself? And finally, are you committed to productivity? Are you truly productive? I talk to people all the time and they talk about how productive they are, but in actuality, they're busy. Because they have no control on what they do or when they do it. They don't understand the consequence behind a task. They don't understand the consequence behind what they are doing or not doing. Do they have a process that they understand the difference between productivity and activity? Between productivity and being busy? Because when you focus on busy, it's all about activity. What are you doing? You always have to be doing something which gives you that satisfaction and that feeling that you're doing something. When you are productive, it's not based on activity. It's based on consequence and what needs to be done. And many times the most productive people aren't always active. The question is, do you have to be active? Do you always have to be doing something? Do you always have to be moving? Because busy convinces you that you have to be doing something. Productivity proves to you that you're doing the right things at the right time for the right people. When you are a learner, it will turn into your lifestyle. When you are a listener, it'll turn into a habit. When you practice, it'll turn into a system. When you are accountable, you will not only be accountable, but you allow others to be accountable around you. And when you're productive, you'll see the results.
Intentional leadership is not about position or declaration. It is an attitude of desire and of a mindset of intentionality to be significant in creating future leaders. Are you a legendary leader? Do you have a desire to be a a legendary leader? Years after you're gone, will people look back and go, they were a legend? And there's the caveat. Thank you for listening today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of Here's the Caveat. If you would like to reach out to us today, or if you have any questions, you can reach us at 623-628-1996 or email us at coach at bobrish.com. Please follow our LinkedIn page at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Robert Rish. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under Coach Bob Rish or Caveat Institute. You can also visit us at bobrish.com and learn more how Caveat Institute can meet and serve your needs. Also, please consider sponsoring this podcast. Without your support, this podcast would not exist. It is because of your listening and financial support that allows us to impact the world. We have thousands of listeners in over 50 countries because of you. I ask you to consider sponsoring us by placing an advertisement on this podcast or donating at the link provided. Again, it's been an honor to speak with you today. Please enjoy other episodes and stay tuned to another episode next week. And thank you in advance for sharing this podcast and allowing others to receive the value that you have received today. Have a fantastic day, and don't be afraid to be great. This is Bob Rish signing off. See you next week for another episode of Here's the Caveat.